hello and welcome to Lean with Plants. I'm Chelsea Cullen and I always feel weird doing these intros. So I thought I'd just maybe break a bit of the ice for myself even and just tell you about this concoction that I'm currently drinking. So I thought I'd make myself a bit of an iced tea. I had this like random pineapple and something kind of tea mix. So I put some hot water in a glass, put the tea bag in, and then I realized I didn't have any ice whatsoever. So I've put some frozen cherries into my glass, and now so I've got this weird looking like dark red juice thing with all these cherries stuffed in, and it does not taste amazing. I'm gonna be completely honest, but yeah, that's what I'm drinking. and just hoping that I'm not going to cough because we are in day, I think it's day six of the lockdown in New Zealand due to the coronavirus. So our country has decided that we're going to go into complete lockdown. You're not allowed to go out of like your little family bubble for the next four weeks. So it's a month long in total. You're allowed to go out and get like essential supplies but there's very very few things open and you're not you're not meant to drive at all unless it's for essential su- supplies so my dad was all kind of like excited because he thought he'd be able to spend lots of time surfing and he's not going to be able to do that all at all because they don't live near a beach so that sucks um yeah it's it's been kind of crazy the other day I was stopped by a policeman as I was just foraging some fruit on the side of the road and he was all chill he was like yeah it's fine you're doing what you're doing but um he wanted to know kind of how far away I was from my house and so it's a crazy time and it kind of segues into what I want to talk about today and that's trying to lose weight when you're in crisis mode or you have external stresses and first off whether that's a good idea and especially at the moment, like, I don't know when you're listening, but if you're listening when this episode is released, like, we do have this worldwide pandemic that's going on right now, and people's lives are being just completely um, changed. Like, we can't go on in the same way that we have been for a lot of us. We're in quarantine, or we're in self-isolation, or... We've like we've lost family. I don't know anyone personally who has been infected by the coronavirus. Um, we're pretty isolated down in this little part of the world, but yeah, there's been a lot of deaths and there's a lot of worry in the world about what's going to happen next. And when all that kind of thing happens, you start to wonder, like, how important is it for me to try and focus on losing weight at this time? And I just want to stop you right there and ask the question, why is weight loss important to you? And if it was ever important to you, being in a crisis or having things going on around you is not going to change that. Here's the thing about losing weight. It's so much more than just how it affects you in like an aesthetic way. You gain more confidence when you lose weight. You learn that you can um, like become more self-disciplined. You learn that in, like, you have the ability to change your habits. 
you um, are you start having more energy. There are so many positives to losing weight in a healthy way if you do that in a healthy way. And the thing about being in like crisis mode, whether that's because you're in lockdown right now, or you've got like a young baby, or you've got like a sick child, or you have like a stress with family or finances. I truly believe there has never been a better time to start losing weight in a healthy way because healthy weight loss does come from a change in like how you choose to eat, how you choose to set yourself up during your day. It's not just what you put in your mouth, it's how you go shopping, it's what's in your food and environment and your home and your routines, all of that kind of thing. And the thing about being in a stressful environment is if you can do something that helps you grow as a person, that gives you more confidence in yourself and teaches you that you have the ability to make commitments to yourself and stick to them. And not only that, but fail and then get up again and keep on trying. That is so good for how you deal with stress in the rest of your life. And what I want to talk about is shifting your mindset from a victim mentality to a victor mentality. So when you're a victim, everything that happens to you, it's like you don't have any control over that because all of your control is given to circumstances or to people outside of you. So if you can't lose weight, it's because you were lied to by diet industries or because something you got menopause or you I don't know like your hormones or you've got like metabolic damage and by the way metabolic damage is not a thing if you want to know more information about that check out my third podcast episode the one before this one I explain all about that but victims don't think that they have any way that they can overcome problems because all of the problems that they have are something outside themselves. Whereas a victor, someone with a victim mentality, they look for solutions. They take responsibility for their own lives and they say, if I want something, then I am going to do everything in my power to get there regardless of the circumstances around me. And like this kind of mentality, it really does change everything, not just in your weight loss, but how you deal with all of these things that you want to achieve in your life. But I think weight loss is a really, really good place to start because it is such a pain point for most of us as women specifically. And I read somewhere that the number one goal of Americans, like New Year's resolutions, is to lose weight, like the number one goal. That's shocking, right? Like it's not like earn more money or spend more time with my kids or it's lose weight like this is massive and obesity is on the rise like we know that excess body fat is really unhealthy and just apart from that how it makes you feel how eating badly makes you feel and how it's like this vicious cycle where you feel depressed about your body and then so you eat crap and then you feel more depressed about your body and it just goes round and round and round and round you can actually start to break that cycle and you can put things in place that are going to help you and this is going to help you so much in dealing with the crises and the stresses that you have in your life. 
And I think it's really easy to get this impression when you hear someone online that like they don't know what they're talking about because their life is perfect. And I, I just wanted to share a little bit about my own story and where weight loss fit in with that. And I mean, I've lost weight quite a few times in my life. This is the now is the only time which I know I'm going to be able to sustain it because my knowledge has changed basically and from my knowledge changing my habits have changed and really before I lived in fear because I would do all these like raw challenges or I would do all these things that would like help me lose weight in the short term and then I'd invariably (laughs) gain it back and it was this kind of like horrible cycle where I'd see weight loss but my habits were so unsustainable and I would know, okay, as soon as I go back to eating only like something's going to change, I'm going to gain that weight back. But I would still do it because I didn't know any other way to lose weight. But when my second, when my first daughter was born, like she was born into like not very good personal circumstances for me. So she was a surprise baby I found out I was pregnant with her about a month after my husband, Nick, had been diagnosed with MS, and that was only about five months into our marriage. So I'd gone into marriage with this kind of mindset or this idea, like, finally, I have, like, found the love of my life, like, things are going to be so cool, like, I'm going to, we're going to travel the world, we're going to have all this cool, we're going to do all these cool things together, like, this is it. You know, like, this is my happily ever after. But he was having, like, these symptoms, and we didn't know what was wrong. So that was scary in its own right. That really put a damper on our marriage straight off the bat. But um, I was, like, paranoid about getting pregnant. I really, really didn't want to do pregnant. I thought I was doing everything in my power to not get pregnant. And then he was diagnosed with MS. It was very, very stressful. It was a period of like, what do we do? How can we help this with diet? And trying to find out everything we can we could. And then I found out I was pregnant like a month later. And it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, it wasn't a straw. Like, there was, this was like another camel put on the camel. And I crumbled. And I mean, I haven't really talked about this a lot because it's, yeah, it's not a fun time. And I don't want anything to come back and um, be ever said to Riley that could be, that could negatively affect her, but I just did not want to have a baby. I was very depressed. Like, I would, it's hard to remember feeling that way, but definitely borderline suicidal. Um, I wanted to die, I just didn't, I just knew that that would really hurt Nick and my family, and I made a commitment to him that I, I wasn't going to do that. Then, this is sounding like I'm, like, I've got a little bit of a cold. Another thing that you, you don't want to say, hey, in this current environment with the coronavirus. But anyway, so I have a current, I have a bit of a cold. It, it does sound like I'm emotional, but I'm not. I'm just, I've just got a cold. But anyway, so my pregnancy, I was also very, very sick. So when she was born, it was like, hallelujah, like, I'm not sick anymore. I'm not pregnant anymore, but I had this little baby. And instantly, as soon as I saw her, like, I loved her, like, things changed. But it was not easy for me. And I gained a lot of weight during my pregnancy because 
of just being so, so sick. And I just, whenever I wanted to eat something, whatever it was, I would. And even though I was vomiting up probably half of the calories that I ate because I was choosing like these very high calorie foods like McDonald's and Nick would buy me cookie time cookies. Like, I don't know if they have them in other countries, but they're like these big chocolate chip cookies that you get like a single serve one and I think he was trying to like live through me because he changed changed his diet so he was buying all these cookie time cookies and I didn't even really love them but yeah so a lot of high calorie foods gained a lot of weight I probably gained about 15 16 kilos um from like my kind of like wedding day weight and that was depressing in its own right because now I'm like I'm this moo cow because I've got like this breastfeeding baby, my body feels like it's ruined. My life is in a complete shambles because Nick's symptoms are getting worse. He's struggling. We're struggling with his symptoms. It feels like the future has just been taken away from us. And like there was a lot of other things that I kind of had to learn and had to I guess let go to help me get better, but I was just wildly depressed when Riley was born and but one of the things that was like a key pivotal point for that was me starting to run and I started to run I started to eat a bit better I like looking back now I'm like okay I wasn't really eating in a way that was helpful for me to lose weight but because I was running so much I did start losing weight when she was about one and a half And so with the exercise and the running, like I was actually felt like I was starting to feel much, much better about life. And I think that's one of the key things about developing like these positive habits is that they all have like a knock on effect. And this is something that my clients have said to me as well, because like I don't tell people to exercise like I'm when I'm working with clients, like I'm I'm teaching about them about nutrition because ultimately like exercise like it's good for you but I'm not a fit I'm not a fitness person I'm not um like you don't have to exercise to lose weight and for a lot of people it's I think it's overwhelming when you're like 40 kilos okay maybe not 40 kilos 40 pounds overweight and someone's saying do this and exercise and go to sleep and at eight o'clock and blah 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 So I don't focus on exercise but the girls that have added exercise in, they're like, this is so helpful to me because it has that knock-on effect. Like, it, it makes you feel better about yourself. It makes you realize that you can do something difficult and you can push through that. And then that starts to translate into your diet as well. And that's why I think, like, these things are, like, they can go hand-in-hand hand really, really well. So in that crisis mode of me being depressed, of me having, like, a young a young baby, having, like, my husband having MS, feeling like my life was hopeless in a way. Like I, it it was the best time for me to focus on these things, for me to start losing weight and to, to do that in a healthy way. So really like there is no excuse ever for trying to help yourself out of a stressful situation because I mean, how you deal with stress is the biggest issue. Like, how you deal with a crisis is the biggest issue. And if you can, if you can, like, help yourself by, um, like, losing weight in that process, that is only going to, if you're doing that in a healthy way, like, I keep saying that, but that kind of is a given. 
that's only going to be positive for your situation. I mean, my story after that, when I had my second or like when I've lost weight this time around as well, I like, I was the heaviest that I'd ever been. And that's, I had a vegan pregnancy, you know, I didn't eat like super bad in my pregnancy, but I did, I gained the weight and it's such a common thing to do. And we're all these influencers that we see, okay, not all, but a lot of the vegan influencers and the girls that are online, it's like they have these pregnancies and like you look at them after they give birth and you would not know. And I don't think that that's normal for most people. And it kind of gets a bit hopeless because you go like, well, what's the point of even trying? Like it must just be their metabolism. And the truth is that anyone can get lean. Like if you have the tools and if you keep trying, if you are willing to learn what those are, then you can achieve that, but it's not going to look the same for everyone. But, um, so I was really, really overweight. I would, I mean, people look at my before pictures and they're like, oh, you're not, you weren't that overweight, but my body fat percentage I estimate was about probably 32% body fat and obese is considered 33%. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I have to cough. I can't not. (laughs) Okay, I'll probably cut that out, but I might leave it in for humor reasons. We'll see. Anyway, so, um, yeah, almost considered obese for my body fat percentage and just frustrated. Nick did not have a job. We were trying to make money doing this, like, I can't even almost believe it now, but we were selling vegan meals. Like, I was cooking vegan meals and we were delivering them in our town. That's what we were doing. It was real stressful. We had, like, a three-month-old baby and... We were living like an hour away from all our friends and because we'd moved closer to family and it was stressful. It was a really, really stressful time. But one of the biggest added stresses was the fact that I just felt so rotten in my body and we were pretty hard up at that time, like trying to start a business, not having any work um, for either of us and I could not afford to buy any new clothes and all my clothes didn't fit me. And so to go and try them on every day and be like, like I think I went to Kmart, which is kind of like our equivalent of Target. I bought these like two pairs of like drawstring $5 shorts and that's what I lived in because it was the only thing that would fit me. And like my old skirts and stuff, like I couldn't even like get like even – like my, I had like this denim skirt and I had to, it just wouldn't even fit me like with like four buttons undone. And that's just depressing. And you look in the mirror and you're like, when am I going to be me again? But I ended up doing the potato reset, which I've talked about. And you can go back to my first episode. I share more about my story there with that. And I just started learning about calorie density And I just realized, like, I have to get serious about this. So I started doing some things that I had never been prepared to do before. I took a bit of a leap of faith, and I wasn't sure it was going to work. But the more I learned, the easier it became, and I did start to see progress. I I lost four kilos in that first week. And, I mean, sorry, not in that first week, in that first month. And what I just really want to stress to you is – If you wait until your circumstances are perfect, 
like you're going to be waiting until you die like your circumstances are never going to be perfect your home is never going to be like set up unless you set it up like the people that you live with are never going to be fully on board unless you introduce them to it unless you have conversations and even then like you've got to just do it anyway because whatever you're going through whatever stress that you're having if this is important to you it's it's not going to go away and having that stress in your life having that crisis in your life is only going to make this pain point more and if so if you're not actively trying to pursue that then like yeah it is going to be your life is going to be worse but if you can move through the stress if you can see that as an opportunity to grow and if you can understand that every single person has stress in their life or even if they don't okay even if like susan down the road who has like perfect house and kids and like super slim eating 3,000 calories a day, like even if her life is perfect, it doesn't mean that you can't get some of the things that you want if you put the effort in. Like what the heck does Susan's life have to do with you? I mean, so much of our issues is we're looking at other people's lives. Number one, we've got no idea what they're actually going through. It's something I find super interesting because you'll look at these couples on Instagram or on YouTube and you're like, oh my gosh, they're like hashtag goals, and then a couple of months later they're broken up. And you're like, why? I didn't see that coming. And it's like, you didn't know their life. You just saw them like posing together with his hand on her big peachy butt. And then you were like, oh my gosh, like these guys are goals. And nothing was happy in the relationship. Or like, you know, we're just comparing with people that we don't know the full story. So that's that's the first thing. And then the second thing as well is like, who cares if they have a perfect life? Who cares if their hashtag goals or their metabolism is amazing or like it's unfair? Like who cares? Like that doesn't even affect you. Like it literally does not affect how you live your life unless you let it, unless you give it that power. So when you are in crisis mode, I think that's really easy to get overwhelmed about with all the things that you should be doing to help you lose weight. So I'm going to just share three that you can focus on. These are real simple things so that you don't have to be like, oh, I have to drink more water. I have to exercise. I have to go to bed. I have to like do Pilates and drink celery juice or whatever other weird thing and protein powder. Protein powder is freaking expensive. Have you guys ever tried to buy protein powder? That is like... That is a con, I tell you. Anyway, so these are the three things. Number one, stop cooking with oil. Oil is the most calorie-dense food on the planet. If you can cut oil out of your cooking, you if you're cooking with oil now, then you're potentially cutting down hundreds and hundreds of calories a day, and you're not even going to notice that. That's the easiest thing that you can do, and it's one of the most effective things if you're trying to lose weight and you're still using oil. So that includes in your baking, that's for when you're sautéing food, like vegetables, that's when you're roasting vegetables, that's in your salad dressing. Just get oil out of your house. You don't need it. Number two is increase the amount of veggies that you're in, you're eating. Automatically, this pushes out other food. Like we think of it like a pie chart, and it's been studied now that people tend to eat a consistent volume of food. So 
the more you eat of non-starchy vegetables, which are the lowest calorie foods on the planet, the more you're going to be pushing out all that other stuff, and it's going to help you feel full. And when you activate the stretch receptors in your stomach from feeling full, guess what happens? Your cravings start to become more manageable. You start to be able to feel satisfied. You're not having as much of a need to binge or a need to like, eat tons of food late at night because you're actually satisfying it. And that goes into my third point that you can do, and that's eating enough food at your meals. Because if you're having like this super low calorie salad and you're being like, okay, I'm going to be good, I'm going to be disciplined, I'm going to have willpower, and then that 200 calorie little tiny salad that you have, that turns into a... So I just had to stop that for a sec because my little girl was... My little Riley was calling under the door like, Mom, Mom, can you come for a walk? So I'll try and finish this quickly. So that's what I was saying is basically that your little 200 calorie salad that you're so proud of, that can become a thousand calorie meal when later on the day you're like, give me all the food, like I need the Oreos and I need the crackers and I'm going to eat tons of creamy pasta and give me all the peanut butter. Like, that's not going to work. What matters for weight loss is this consistent calorie deficit over time. And that's not just in the course of one day even. It's definitely not over the course of one meal. So you're trying to fill yourself up to a point that you're in like a reasonable calorie deficit. And for most of us, that's going to be, we're going to be fine eating 500 calorie meals. Probably for a lot of you who have quite a bit of weight to lose, even 600 calorie meals with snacks mind you, as well. So you don't need to be scared to eat. The things to be aware of is those high-calorie foods that bump up the calories without adding bulk. And I mean, those are things like your nuts, but predominantly oils. So if you do those three things, even if you're stressed, even if you're overwhelmed, I think those things are really, really doable, and they will make difference a big difference if you stick to them over time. And if you are struggling with weight loss and you really want to see some results, you want to stop yo-yo dieting, you want to get that flat stomach and lose the dangerous visceral fat and just feel fantastic, feel sexy, be confident in bikini, fit into your pre-pregnancy genes, all of that stuff, and get to your ideal weight, then I just launched the membership and I'm going to keep plugging this, I've been plugging it on my IG, but... Here's the thing, I can't tell you everything you need to know about weight loss in a podcast. I wish I could, but, and I can't do it in an, an IGTV or, a, or even a YouTube video, but I can share the resources that helped me lose 40 pounds. I can teach you all the tips and the strategies and the tools that you're going to need, plus just teach you the science of weight loss because, man, there's just BS out there about it and it's so confusing for people and it does my head in that it is so confusing but really I just want to simplify it down for you and share everything I know about how I've made this sustainable for me the best place to learn that is going to be this membership this is for people who would love to do like one-on-one coaching with like someone like me um, but they can't afford it because one-on-one coaching like it is a bit more expensive but this membership is a very very low cost like similar to a gym actually much cheaper than gym membership it's 30 US dollars a month you can cancel anytime and I'm going to be sharing everything in there I'm going to be telling you everything you need to know we're going to do live videos and 
um, have like all your questions answered, all of that kind of good stuff. I can look at your meals, you can post them on there, and I can give you like action steps to help improve them. Everything that you need to know. So if you want to know more about that, you can head to my website and check out the membership page. And yeah, I'd love, I'd love to have you in there. I'd love to get to know you a bit better. But in conclusion, I just want to say like, no one's life is perfect. Your life is never going to be perfect, but you can make this happen for you. You just don't have the tools that you need right now. You just don't have the strategies that are going to make it last long term. But when you know them, when you have them, you are going to be able to do it. You're not broken. This is not something that some person on YouTube or some person on a podcast can have a lean, flat stomach and you can't. Like You can. I 100% believe that because you go over look at my before photos. I was 40 pounds overweight. I didn't think I'd be sitting here with visible abs and man, but honestly, my stomach is, like, I've unbuttoned the top jeans because I just ate, like, tons of soup, but, yeah, like, I didn't think that I'd be in this position, but if I can do it, you can do it too, regardless of the stress, regardless of what life has thrown you, I know you can do this, so good luck with that, take those three tips and implement them into your life, subscribe to this podcast if you liked it i would be stoked if you'd give me a review and share it on your ig or just even send me like a dm tell me what you thought if you've got any suggestions for future podcasts and yeah i will talk to you soon ciao